We are continuing the series today, Lean and Fit, and this is part six. Last week, we began to talk about avoiding and, and or getting through danger in the hostile environment in which we live. We were in 1 Peter chapter 5, and we looked at Peter's admonishment to the saints as to why they must submit to one another. And that is to put the needs of others before their own and be clothed with humility, that is, do things God's way. How do you have to submit to one another in the midst of all the trials that they're going through, in the midst of all the suffering? Through it all, he encouraged them to cast their cares upon the Lord because he cared for them. Because he did not want them to fall prey to the devil that was looking for an opportunity to take advantage of them, we touch on why we must humble ourselves and not act on our impulses or in the flesh because we make ourselves vulnerable to attack. When you walk outside God's ways, you are prey. Today we're going to continue in talking about avoiding and or getting through danger. And we're going to go back into 1 Peter chapter 5, verses 8 and 9. I touched on this last week and I'm using the same text because there's more I want to flesh out here as far as avoiding danger and getting through danger. And probably next week I'll, I'll keep stay on these verses. But there's some things here I would like, I want us to see. So let's just read it again. First Peter chapter 5 verses 8 and 9. Let me know when you're there please. Okay. So the word says, be sober, be, be vigilant. Be in your right mind, be on guard, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It says, resist him, set steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So most of this, I'm going to spend most of my time talking about verse 8, and next week I'll pick up in verse 9. But... In the world or the hostile environment, the predator is always looking for an opportunity. So it says here in verse 8, be sober, be vigilant, be on guard, be in your right mind. He said you have an adversary, the devil is walking about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. It says he's like a roaring lion. He's not a roaring lion, he's like, seeking whom he may devour. A roaring lion is a predator. The enemy is a predator. And the predator is prowling to see whom he may devour. So may means it's likely he will or he will not. May means doesn't mean he can, it's going to happen. Okay? So in the world, in this environment, the predator is always looking for an opportunity. It's looking for easy prey. It's looking for the biggest reward for the minimal amount of expended energy and risk. The predator is looking for the weak, the sick, submissive, the one unlikely to fight back. The one that can be easily overpowered or caught unawares. It doesn't want resistance. Prey showing signs of strength or defiance can sometimes cause a predator to change its mind. But the fact that it can have to put up a fight. The fact that the predator will have to put up a fight to subdue prey can or may be a deterrent at times. 
Not always, but sometimes. Now in this hostile environment, which I've been talking about for the past five uh, messages, when we were without Christ, we were subject to sin and corruption. We were prey, caught in the snare of the enemy to do his will. However, in Christ, this is not the case. Even though I am using the analogy of the predator and, the, and prey, we who are in Christ now have a new identity. We are no longer, we no longer have to be prey or slaves to the power of sin, but through the gospel of Jesus Christ, we can be free from the power of sin. God through Christ has positioned those who believe and walk by faith to have the power of sin subject to them. There is a difference. You don't have to be prey when you're in Christ. That same power that had you in bondage when you were without Christ. In Christ now you have the authority to have that same power subject to you. That means that the same authority that the Father gave to Jesus, that Jesus has given us that authority. As Jesus said in Matthew chapter 28, 18 through 19. You don't have to turn there. I'll just quote the scriptures. Jesus said, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. He said, go therefore. Because I have been given all authority. He said, now go and make disciples of all nations. And then it continues, the scripture says, teaching them to observe all the things I have spoken to you. And in another scripture, it says in Luke chapter 10 verse 19, Jesus also said to the 70, he said, Behold, I give you authority. I give you power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And nothing by, by any, shall by any means hurt you. He said, I have given you the authority, the power to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. So he's saying, I have given you the authority to trample on the predator. You hear what I'm saying? If you know this, if you understand those scriptures that I have just spoken, if you understand the authority that we have as children of God, as sons of God, as disciples of Jesus Christ, if you understand those scriptures, who the Father has made us to be in Christ, you will never see yourself as prey or helpless. You never have to be afraid of the enemy. You never have to be afraid of the predator. You never have to be afraid of the devil. You won't see yourself as prey or helpless. You also will not blindly fall into the schemes and traps of the enemy. But you will be able to avoid them. You will be able to avoid danger when you know who you are. You will know that in Christ you are superior to the predator. Who once had us captive to the power of sin through our own lusts and desires. The Father through Jesus Christ has now made the predator our prey. Did you hear that? Through Christ, the Father has made his sons the predator to the ones who used to have us in bondage. Now the predator now has become the prey to the child of God. But if you don't know that, you will walk in blindness. And the usurper, the predator, the enemy will, be, will have you under his subjection. Which is not what we are in Christ. As positioned in Christ. We are no longer prey. We are predators. 
So in verse 8, it said, We must be on guard. We must not be caught unawares because the enemy is always looking for an opportunity. He's like a roaring lion, as I said. He's not a lion, but he is a predator. In verse 9, it says, Resist him steadfast. Be unwavering in your faith when you resist him. And we talk more about this next week. You stand firm and don't give up. And in James 4, 7 it says, Submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. So there are two places we, says, we see there in Peter and in James. It says, resist, and he will flee. So it's telling us that we have, a, we have the ability, we have the tools to resist the predator. To, to put up a fight. And overcoming because the tools, the weapon of our warfare are not carnal. They're God's weapon. And those weapons used effectively, used in the right way by the Spirit of God, those weapons enable us and give us the ability to overcome the enemy. So fight God's way and the devil will flee. In Proverbs 4, 23 through 27, you don't, turn, don't have to turn, I'm going to quote this. It says, above all else, Guard your heart. For everything you know you do flows from your heart. It says guard your heart with all diligence. Because everything you fl flows from it. For out of your heart are the issues of life. Keep your mouth free from perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you. Give careful thought to the paths of your feet. And be steadfast in your ways. Do not turn to the right or to the left. Keep your foot from evil. I'll talk more about this next week. But I'm showing you here the warnings we have been given. Number one, we've been told that we can resist. We're telling, we were told that there is a predator. He's like a roaring lion, but he's not a roaring lion. But he's a predator. And it's telling us the things we need to do to keep ourselves out of harm's way. What does it say? Guard your heart. Because what's in your heart eventually manifests itself by your behavior, by your speech, by the things you do. So these scriptures are written so that we will avoid danger and not open ourselves to the unnecessary attacks of the enemy. So look at what is happening in our country and the world. The, the indiscriminate taking of lives, the perversion, the lying, the scheming, the identity theft. The plots and schemes to defraud, steal and control. People are being deceived and deceiving others. Nature is in havoc. And the list goes on and on. Iniquity is on the increase. The predator is at work. We are seeing the works of the predator. We are seeing the works of the enemy manifesting in our, in our daily lives. Taking people captive at will to do his bidding. Everywhere there is someone lurking for an opportunity to do you harm. To hurt you physically, emotionally, financially. There are predators out there looking to take advantage of the weak, the submissive, and the ones who are unawares. The predator doesn't have to be in the same physical location. It doesn't, the predator doesn't have to be somebody who's out to rob you on the street. The predator, predator could be somewhere, somewhere, someone in a different country. On the other side of the world, the peace and security is being taken away strategically and the spirit of fear is becoming pervasive and is infiltrating every fabric of society. 
as I said, the predator doesn't have to be the guy on the street. He could be the guy, the person on the other side of the world. Identity theft is a one, one thing. Nothing is, a lot of things are not secure anymore. Stealing people's identity. Playing out people's bank accounts. It doesn't have to be here on the guy on the street. It could happen electronically. There are different ways predators are looking to take advantage of the weak. To take advantage of the greedy. It's, they set you up. It's a setup. The, the predator is setting you up based on your own desires and lusts and greed. That is how you get ensnared. When you give in to the lust of your flesh. You are set up and when you take the bait, you are, you're no longer, you can't be free. The hook has, is in your mouth and you cannot pull free from the hook because you have been caught in the snare, in the trap. So as we as children of God, we always have to seek the Spirit of God as what we need to be doing, when we need to be doing it and why we need to be doing it. Always take the time to seek God, seek the Spirit of God about what you, want to do, what you need to be doing. Alright, so the tactic of the enemy, of the predators, to steal, kill and destroy and instill fear so that people will respond erratically and move in their flesh. You ever see what the predators do in the wild? When the lion or leopard, when they are hunting or the cheetah, you always see them coming slowly. The predators see them and they all start, and as they pick up their pace, as they start running, the predator, the, the prey just starts scattering. They just start in a panic and everybody starts scattering. In the panic, that's when the predator identifies the weak. In the panic, that's when the predator identifies the one, the, the prey, the one they're going to target and go after. That's how they, you see the vulnerability of the prey. The same thing happens in our world system. The enemy instills fear. Instills panic. And when people respond by the lust of their flesh. When you respond and you're not thinking about what you're doing. You get ensnared. Because you're not thinking clearly. You're not thinking with a sound mind. That's why the Bible says be sober, be vigilant. Be on guard. Because the adversary is seeking whom he may devour. That's why it's also said. About your heart. Out of your heart come the issues of life. If you're in fear, if you're in panic. The enemy will pick up on it and use that against you. So you cannot be fearful. You have to be in faith and you have to be at peace. So that the Holy Spirit can speak to you. God has not given us a spirit of, of fear. But he's given us the, the spirit of power, of love and of a sound mind. We are not to move like the rest of the world. Jesus was never a panic driven teacher. He always listened for what the father needed him to do in the situation. He never responded based on his emotions. He always waited for what he needed to do in each situation. So he is not moving in fear. He's not moving in panic. He's not being moved by his emotions. So that the enemy cannot take advantage of him. Why? Because he's doing what the father requires him to do in the moment. And that we as the children of God, we need to move in the same way. We need to listen for the spirit as what we need to do in the moment. So this is a tactic, as I said, of the enemy. To steal, kill and destroy. Instill fear so that people will respond erratically and move in their flesh. But we who are in Christ are not to fear, but we need to trust in the Lord to keep us as we walk by faith. Submitted to the word and the spirit. Did you hear that? 
He will keep us as we walk by faith. And as we walk by faith, the enemy has nothing to accuse us of. He has no way, no tactic, no scheme, no opening to take advantage. Why? Because we are walking by faith. And what does that mean? We are doing things God's way and not our way. We have already been warned ahead of time. All these things that's going on in the world, we are not to fear. We have been warned ahead of time of what is going to happen. Why are we being afraid? Why are we fearful? Our security is in Christ. Our security is in God. Why are we fearful? God is able to keep us by His power. But we have to walk by faith. Amen? God is able to keep us by His power. You hear what it says? Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Psalm 23. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Psalm 23. Those words are not idle words. It's telling us what the Lord is going to do when we walk by faith. When we walk in His Word. When we walk and trust Him. He's going to keep us by His power. But when you know He's going to keep you by His power, you have nothing to fear. So these words are not idle words. This is God's promise to us as children of God. So we have already been warned ahead of time. So we are to be at peace and trust in our Father's plan. For He has given us the Holy Spirit. And as I said, this is the Spirit of power and of love and of a, give us a sound mind. He has not given us a spirit of fear. So don't be alarmed. Things are not going to get any easier. Things are going to get harder. But we are not to fear. We are not to be afraid. We have to trust and know that He's going to keep us by His power. So when we know that, when we trust Him, when we are sober, when we keep our heart, we know that we would avoid danger. We know that we would not give the enemy an opportunity to take advantage of us. And understand that as you know who you are, as you walk by faith, as you allow the Spirit of God to lead you and guide you, and you and the Word of God, you submit to the Word, understand that the predator whom you used to fear, you no longer have to fear, but now he is subject to you as Yet as a child of God. So don't be afraid. For we walk by faith and not by sight. So next time I'm going to continue with what it takes to become lean and fit. I'm going to speak more about avoiding and or getting through danger in the hostile environment. I'm going to touch him more on verse 9. Resist him steadfast in the faith. Knowing that there are same sufferings I experienced by your brotherhood in the world. What we are going through is not unique to us only. Others are going through the same thing. The question is, how do we get through it? How do we get through the danger? How do we avoid danger? Next week I'll talk more about that. I hope you receive something today. In Jesus' name.